healthcare. It happens here, and it finishes here. Two men enter, one man leaves. Nearly a two-word review just said, shit sandwich. I will roll the record up to the last minute. Welcome back, fellow music lovers. You are now tuned into yet another exciting adventure with us here on Discologist. I'm your host, Kevin, coming to you live from a tiny shack somewhere in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So happy to have you here talking about a band that I am surprised we're talking about. Tropical Fuckstorm is sort of the... uh, it rose from the ashes of the legendary Australian band, The Drones. Gareth Lydiard, uh, Fiona Kitchen, and uh, and their co-conspirators have created this album called Brain Drops. That is, uh, it's psychedelic, it's industrial, it is noise rock, it is surprisingly groovy, uh, and most of all, it's pretty darn good. But you got to work a little. You, you got to, you know, like any good art. And you'll hear us talking about this. Me and my friend PJ Sykes. You got to work a little at it, so that's why we're here. We're going to walk you through this, and maybe this will end up being your favorite album of the year. Maybe not, but uh, if it if it helps you, if it turns you on to something new, that's what we're here for. So that's what we're going to be doing today, me and Mr. PJ Sykes. Uh, you guys love music, right? That's why you're listening to this. Well, then you're going to love OsirisPod.com. That's the Osiris Podcast Network. You go there, you're going to see a whole a whole slew of shows, shows growing by the day. Uh, uh, all about music. They've got uh, a lot of it is jam band material. Uh, some of it is like the dead, dead to me. Our good friend Casey Ray, his podcast over there, and us hanging out in the fringes of the Osiris uh, world, talking about all the weird shit. But uh, go to OsirisPod.com. They're doing a bang up job, and uh, they are partnered also with JamBase.com. If you go there, all things jam. In fact, I just saw an article up there. Uh, Vita Blue. The Fish Band, Pete Connell's band, just played a, a show at the 930 Club in our hometown, or our old hometown of Washington, D.C. Uh, that's him, O'Teal Burbridge, and uh, I can't remember the other people, but they got a new album coming out. It's kind of synthy. It's kind of groovy. So if you're inclined to that kind of music, uh, maybe go check that out. Check out the recap. Check them out on tour. Check out the album. Do what, do whatever you need. You know, just listen to a lot of good goddamn music. And speaking of which, that's what we're going to do right now. Let's get going on Tropical Fuckstorm's Brain Drops. Here is the lead-off single of the first track, Paradise. Takes it outside to read And on a chair in the alley She smooths out the pages And reads I'm way past pretending We ain't more than friends And this moment is losing its patience And time is all it is but Still it disappears So you need to tell me what's true Do you think about me like I think about you Or is that just impossible too And if that is what it is 
And we call it quits I won't be alone living among strangers And now all's left to do Is be powerless to Then be crushed by the cavalry Coming to save you I swear That's a little bit of paradise from Tropical Fuckstorm's Brain Drops. Uh, if you think your mind is melting right now, you may be correct. Uh, joining me in this meltage is Mr. PJ Sykes. PJ, how you doing today? Great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good here in Milwaukee. You're holding it down on the East Coast. Um, this is a record that uh, I've I've sort of been... I've known about it for a little while. I heard it for a little while. And what we like to do here is just reach out and see if people want to talk about it. You are the person least likely that I expected to talk about it. Really? And, and so, Yeah. So I want to get into like why this is. This band is made up of uh, Gareth uh, Lydiard, 
and uh, Fiona Kitchen, they were in the drones. Yes. Uh, and, you know, t- tell us a little bit about the drones here. I, I actually don't know a whole lot. I know that they're like been around for about 20 years. Mm-hmm. So maybe like the late 90s until uh, whenever this project kind of started. Yeah. Uh, and that's how I found out about Tropical Fuckstorm because uh, Spotify was like, you might like this band, The Drones. And I was like, all right. Yeah. And, I, and I usually check out some of that stuff. It's actually quite good because I listen to a lot of music on Spotify. So it knows that the uh, data mining does a pretty good job. Yeah, the algorithms uh, are tracking you, man. They are. <laughs> but, you know, hey, I found out about The Drones. So I guess yeah. maybe it's worth it. But yeah. they had this song, or it sounded like almost a solo project or something to me, but um, Private ex- Execution mm-hmm. from about yeah. three or four or five years ago. And I was like, man, this is so fucked up. So cool. And so I was like, kind of obsessed with that record. And then I started trying to find out more about the drones. Um, and then there was this tropical fuckstorm. And I'm like, what's that? It's like some kind of record label or something. Um, it, was it, was. Yeah, it was confusing, right? Um, but I couldn't get any of these records in, in America. They're from Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there was some other... And by the way, what the hell is going on in Australia? There's so many good rock bands right now in Australia. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Um, so long story short, um, Courtney Barnett, who everybody knows here in America, yeah, uh, has a label in Australia. It's, and a lot of the bands that I like are on that label, or she has those records for sale on that label, but not the drones. And so I wrote the contact of that label and said, hey, I really want to buy X, Y, and Z record from you, but is there a way you can buy the drones for me and ship it with it? I'll pay you for it. And they never yeah. responded. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is fuck Australia. Fuck. No, they're like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I, I love your records, man. What is going yeah. on in the water over there? Yeah. Yeah. They they were, um, you know, I, I dug into them a little, not not too versed in them, but they uh, they started off a, a little more like punk. Yeah. Uh, standard punk and then devolved or not devolved, evolved, I think would be the correct term, in this stuff that was more... Uh, Alt rock, even as as late as like 2016, yeah. their, their last album was was a little more on the weird alt rock side. And then uh, Gareth Lydia decided that he there was nowhere else to go with that. And then thus you have Tropical Fuckstorm. Last year was a laughing death in meat space, and people love that fucking record. I do. I didn't hear it when it came out. Came oh yeah, out. I was now ready I was for listening. it. Yeah. And and you know people love that re- and and so when this was uh, people were looking forward to it man people are like next tropical fuckstorm record is going to come out and what you get in brain drops I think is a little bit of more of the same but it is uh, the best way to describe this music is weirdly uh, industrial psychedelic to my mind they do this this trick of sort of mixing in. To my to my mind, nine inch nails, old industrial sounds, with blur uh, and gorillas type stuff. But then, like, just throw in noise. And I think what we're going to try to get to the bottom of is if that if that's good, <laughs> or or if that's bad on this. Before that, I want to play another track of this. Uh, and and this is also they are an explicitly political band. Uh, this song, happiest guy around, uh, has a line right up front that you you'll get the point. So uh, here's a little bit of happiest guy around. Numbers and Petty's got the gas All the leopards in their camouflage Hiding in the grass And the armadillo's armored The eagles on the wind Still they don't go for vendettas Man, they take it on the chin <laughs> Don't know no black no ideology They 
But then I do know about a monkey living high up in a tree. You ever think about his coconuts? He'll kill your family. He's really got to learn to let things go. Like a lion with her pride. Don't be gross, no porcupine. He don't be gross, no lion. Fucking armor it, and everybody's out to get ya. You ain't here for that long anyway. If it makes you feel better, man. Because the monkeys love their tip for tat, and the wonders never cease. Now make a desolation, call it peace, then have a cry about But then they do know about the monkey living up high in a tree. You even think about his coconuts, he'll kill your family. That's that's a that's a great line, even if it is basic, man. It I, is. It, go ahead. I love the ending. This is the ending. The mm-hmm. wise old owl lived in the oak. The more he heard, the less he spoke. The mm-hmm. less he spoke, the more he heard. Why aren't we more like the wise old bird? Yeah, because that's like the resolve of Valbeck. Like, yeah. this shit's fucked up. Look at this guy. He's he's sitting back and just like taking it in and you know not burning his mouth so much yeah cool. and, and and that song in particular i think harkens back to uh damon Albarn's uh demon days mm-hmm. the gorillas uh, you know this this pending apocalypse that we seem to just keep ra- racing towards we can't it's avoid too it. real now <laughs> it's too real now 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 it's a little more real but it, i don't know if you remember back to 2000 man we thought the world was gonna end then too not uh, not but, yeah but that was like a uh you know, World War Three situation. This is more like nature's gonna fuck us over if we don't, you know, yeah. on, on top of like whatever populist leader thing is going, nationalist thing is going on. And this record actually speaks to a lot of that, as yes. well as other things. You know, when Trump got elected, everyone's like, well, the music's gonna get better. We're gonna get great punk rock bands. Yeah, yeah. This band's not from America, but they're speaking to the same exact shit that it's going on in all these other countries as well. The rise of these nationalist leaders, uh, yeah, the rise it's not, it's of the not just right. Trump. No, it's it's a world it's a world thing. And so, to me, Tropical Fuckstorm is the sound of punk rock pushing against the alt right fascist nationalist bullshit that's going on around the globe. And he basically said that, like, that's what this is a mixture of that and some yeah. other stuff. Um, and this, to me, is the band that um, people were referring to when we were going to get this great punk rock music but i don't think they realize that's what this is this is exactly what this is i i would almost i would hesitate to use the word great though and, and here and here's the thing it's like because i actually really do enjoy this album but there is uh always and granted they have a history with this but you know how i mean you're a musician like hyperbole is is in the water mm-hmm. and and you have to do it so like you, i've read reviews of this where people hear it and they're like it is unlike anything that's ever come before well oh, i mean i just yeah. i just named the 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 influences and that's it there's there's no i have different traveling. influences but yeah i agree yeah yeah and 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 so it's it's following the way we're talking about this album in the in the patterns of how we talk about other albums today which is sort of ignoring history and even though like these guys are a little older like this is a this to me is a very millennial album in, in that it just sort of it, it it goes for what it's going for, ignoring any of the history that came before. And I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. But I, but I do think it's not as radical as everybody would have you believe, no, but it, exactly. but, 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 but to that point, I think it's important when you don't get that radical. I, I, if you, if you hear anything on this and look, this is, it's not, a hard. Listen is not the right way to say this. It's complex. <laughs> it takes a few listens, especially this, yeah. especially this record. 
compared to the last. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's complex and there's a lot going on and maybe there shouldn't be as much going on at certain points in time, but the, the overall effect is that you have to sit up and listen. Yeah. And that, and that to me is unique. That that's, that's why I like it. That's why I wanted to talk about it with you because when people make stuff like this, it doesn't have to be, there's no sonic genius going on here. There's just a lot of like, fuck yeah, you know, do the shit. Yeah. But, but the effect is, is unsettling. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it's, it's uplifting. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it does, it does all these different things within the context of this album. So here's the lineage I have. Cause I, I think you're, 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 you're on the same page. You're hitting the same note. I think I'm trying to say here is they're not uniquely original, although they sound like it. I think they're today's yeah. version of a long lineage of this kind of shit. Right. And so to me, my, the lineage is, is kind of like for me is like Sonic. Imagine hearing early Sonic Youth, yeah, and then imagine hearing Trail of Dead. Like when I heard Trail of Dead, it was like, whoa, what is this, right? Or even like Fugazi or some other like type of band. And then, well, I, I was going to say, fans they, can't they, make a record like that today because this is Tropical Fuckstorm's turn, you know? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I can, I can get with that. I, I was going to say this and, is and there's other bands too for sure. Like this is this is sort of a a, a more psychedelic Fugazi. Sure, yeah. It had it has that in the DNA, and uh, but it's also like there are points in this record uh, where it sounds like early Arcade Fire, which I know people either love or malign them now. But back in the day, they were rad as fuck. You know what? Let me let me um, get to the song that I was talking about. Yeah, that I thought that was sound like Psychedelic Fugazi. Uh, this is weirdly when we talk about how things sound and and how we associate it with it. I associate politics with Fugazi, so this is Planet of Storm. Biology, the planet, and storming. Their only purpose is to disagree and do it publicly. Amen. They're always going for the two day crop. They think they're kind of fucking moving stars. All paths lead to nowhere. And it all adds up to nothing. It's more of a loneliness than it does a visible line. But it's a beacon to the cosmonaut, a weekend to the Tychonaut. Right. And then Bison sends him to the mass. And then the Kremlin sets a wire tap. They send the probe to mine the gold. Oh, 
soon on a planet of storming And you'll be buried in an egg and disinterred I've heard I might just do it all again Up on the surface it's a charcoal wall It's rolling temples in the underworld The strange insects chirping With all the rank of a coliseum So what I love about this particular song is that it it's kind of talking about their area of the world that's being yeah. uh, taken over by China and Russia, uh, which similarly we're dealing with, but not in the same way that Australia or some of these other countries are much closer are dealing with, yeah. right? Yeah. And so I, it, to me, it seems like, look, if you're not paying attention, you're going to be a slave to the man, which in this case would be China and or Russia. Um, and they just want to destroy the earth for the fucking fun of it. Like they want to see it burn because it's going to be fun for them, right? right? Like they want to be the ones to get to, to to get to do it. Not we can't let somebody else destroy the earth. It has to be us. And then they're going to be rich enough to to go to uh, live on the moon and Mars and stuff, which is actually echoed in that uh, King Gizzard album. It just yeah. came out. This is very similar. Yeah, infest the restness. It, yeah, it's, very it's similar very topics similar. Yep. to this. And I feel like both these bands are on that plateau where they're like, it's almost too late. You know, it's like it, it literally. Yeah. It probably is too late. <laughs> But um, but we're very on the. If it's not too late, it's almost too late, and that's what the that, song is very much like. I think that's it. It also takes on like internet culture, you know, of how people oh, yeah. like do. And this is the opposite of internet activism, and I think just as bad, where it is it is just people like shouting at each other yeah. and thinking yeah. you got you got one up. I remember, I think that one of the first lines in there is talking about how uh, you delivered the coup de gras. It's like ooh, yeah, you know, right. he tweeted at somebody. It's like that's not a thing, kids. It's right. Not, that's not how the world works. Yeah, it's interesting you bring up that King Gizzard album because uh, that is uh, cer- that's certainly one of my favorite of the year. Me but, too. Um, it is bleak, bleak, bleak. <laughs> it is so fucking. It's more bleak. straightforward than this record for sure. Oh yeah, in that album, it's like we're fucked. Th- this here, is the you're, act, you're gonna yeah, end in hell. There's no, um, it, you know, symbolism. It's just straight up. This this takes some time to explore other parts of of humanity yeah. uh, other than our end. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, which is nice. You have a song that it's about um, Brian Wilson's uh, psychiatrist. Yes. Uh, where's my Who's my Eugene? Uh, and you know that that song is uh, there's there's the one guy and three women in the band, and he uh, for he I don't think he even stated why uh, he wanted that necessarily, but uh, good on him, good move. So I think he said basically he wanted to make rock music instead of whatever the drones were kind of going into. And so, but they use other types of gear because they, they didn't want to sound like Led Zeppelin. And so one way to do that is also to, to have other voices. So they have three women in the band. Yeah. Uh, one of which uh, I believe uh, the drummer is in a metal band or something, right? So it's like different perspectives even with musical. Yeah. There, there's uh, Erica Hung is from Harmony in Palm Springs and Lauren Hamill is in High Tension. Yeah. Or, or was in High Tension. So they're coming from different um, angles too on that. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, and and look, that's a good move, and that's that's smart insight. Even though, I mean, it's weird to say like, "Good on you, white dude," <laughs> <laughs> but um, but you know, it it is if you think about. It. And that quote was also dealing with the type of equipment they use. For yes, them. yeah, yeah. They they're using stuff that you usually associate with techno music to make rock and roll, which is explains the like scattershot sounds on these on this album, and, and honestly, on the other album too. It, it's it is kind of uh, it's overload, yeah. Which which can serve a point in many cases, many points on this album and the last one. It doesn't, but but 
you know, by by fucking with the instrumentation and doing what we expect and subverting that, uh, that's a I think a really smart move and gives the songs a little more uh, impact. I I I, don't know, I just love it because it's like the band is barely holding it together, but somehow it's clear as day what they're trying to do. Uh, yeah. The guitars are like warbly, like like if you ever recorded anything on cassette on a four track or eight track and you, and you go back to it a few years later and you're like, why isn't it sound the same? It's because the tape's kind of getting worn out and stretched. And that's what this whole band feels like. It's like barely, like barely holding it together, but somehow like just so emotional and so energetic and, and, and uh, it's just kind of amazing how it almost feels like it's falling apart at any given point. Yeah. And uh, you know, to your point about, uh, like Australian music, like, uh, you know, and, and like the psychedelia of this, I, you know, th- this is what's going on in Australia right now. Yeah. I mean, look, Australia, New Zealand has been a hotbed of music for decades, but you know, w- what is happening now is people are finding, I don't think necessarily like this mass success, but sustainability Yeah, and an ability to do that. You know, King Gizzard is like nine people in it at any given time, but like the last album was done with just, half of them yeah like between you know they're they're figuring out how to do it because they want to are they from australia huh yeah oh shit yeah yeah so well there you go everybody's from australia there's this other band that um is on courtney barnett's label and it's called east brunswick all girls choir it is so it's so good and it's also like a lot of this music is very emotional um in that in that way that i'm kind of just it's lacking in a lot of music right now, especially rock music yeah, where it's like, it's either like emotional in that, like, you know, um, singer contest way on TV kind of thing, Broadway <laughs> style or something, you know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah. overly done, but not heartfelt. Um, or it's like, uh, I find a lot of emotion more in like hip hop and things like that. But as far as like rock music and things like that, I'm just not seeing it as much right now, except for these bands. Um, yeah. It, it, and it, I don't know what, maybe they're just having like, a I'm renaissance more, or, or something. I'm worried about Gareth on this album. Yeah, no, I I, seriously, he, he sounds like yeah. he sounds like he's falling apart. It's, I don't yeah, it's that. like he's gonna bust out crying or something any second, or or he's so yeah. mad, uh, or yeah. so heartbroken. Uh, you feel it when he sings, man. It's like wow, it's like what, like it, and and to me, all this, all the stuff he's singing about is obviously fiction. There could be some real bits in there, but I don't think he's singing about his real life or his real person. From from some no. experiences, maybe, but most of this is he's like a fiction writer. He's a poet, you know. Yeah. So it's I th- you're 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 hearing the voice of the narrator, and it's not necessarily him or mostly him. Well, I think he's taking the song like Aspen. That last summer that I saw you at the BP with no cash, you were burned out like an aspirin, and I was melting on your dash. And this was years ago in Richmond. Was way out on the astral plane But it was fine Cause I could see there was a light up in the tunnel So can you know I remember how you used to say When you finally go You're gonna find out who you miss the most But I guarantee you'll find it is not me It won't be any of the usual suspects But whatever man Soon enough you're gonna find out who I mean to finally meet the one who tortured you the one but you were saying won't even me and I'm just 
just sorry that I won't be there to tell you that I told you so. Soon enough you leave and then you'll see. That is sort of what I was talking about, like taking time out of the apocalypse to notice like the points of real life. Here's the flowers, right? You know. Yeah, and and, and it's just talking about seeing an X. Oh, at the and, gas station. Yeah, and being fucked up by that, and then, but at the same time, the I, I took it as a reason for the apocalypse is that the the immediate thought is that is that uh, wish I could have been there to tell tell you so. Yeah, like yeah. that. Like I told you, you should have never left me. Right. See what happened. And, and, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and that that is. Um, it's a lot of tongue and cheek jokes as well, and and in, in, in the and, sorrow. Mm-hmm. It's tongue in cheek, but it's also like he doesn't have to be that narrator. This doesn't have to be like his experience. Right. That's that's definitely a reaction dudes have. Women have it too, sure. man. I'm not I'm not yeah. saying, it, but but that's definitely a reaction that people have, and and you shit like that hurts and and. And it sort of conveys that because you you feel you feel a little pathetic listening to that. There's a lot of that on the Purple Mountains uh, LP from earlier this year too. Berman was was really good at that, uh, more so uh, on on this. Lots of breakup. His life. I don't think it is. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, well, it's a suicide note. Well, yeah. Uh, go go back and listen to the episode, PJ. I, I, yeah, I haven't been able to listen to his music. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, it, it is, but you know, and and it said that even though like him and his ex wife were on good terms, like those still painful. You don't, yeah, you don't, you don't feel like I, like I randomly just not mad isn't the right word, but got like like just weird flash of like anger in my brain at my ex wife, and I haven't, I literally haven't talked to her for almost twenty years. It's funny how that stuff lingers. Yeah, like it's like it's exactly like he describes. Like you're just doing your thing. You're doing some mundane thing like pumping a gas in your car and you see unexpectedly, you know, something that just stabs you right back to where you were, whatever, however many years or Mm -hmm. situations ago that was, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty funny how that, how that works. You know, what I love about a lot of these songs is that he sets it up in the first few lines, including Mm -hmm. especially the first song paradise. He sets it up. He's like, there's a woman basically going outside and reading a long letter in an alley. So the, the setting is, Something's happened. She leaves and goes to read a crumpled piece of paper. She like flattens it out, starts reading this letter, and the rest of the song is in her perspective, reading out loud the letter. And so, yeah, that's a lot of these songs are like that, where it's like kind of setting up a scene and then explaining it through this weird. Uh, it's like almost sometimes hard to hear what the choruses are, if there are any. Um, it's 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 a different different uh, way of approaching these songs for sure. For sure, and then and then um, you hinted at it, but we'll talk about it. The uh, <laughs> the last song. Oh gosh, yeah, <laughs> Maria. That's its own so, podcast. So it is its own podcast, but we're. Uh, That's. I mean, that here, here. You know what? Here's a little bit of it, and then we're going to come back, okay. and, and we're going to tell you what it's about. I knocked. She led me up. She filled the kettle in the sink. Told me her mother bought the place After she got out of Berlin She won't stay at the thing Nor a Russian tank None of her sisters got away Some wound up turned into lampshades While the rest burned at the stake But Maria with her iron cross 
and fled into the sky. She reached the old Chilean border, wrapped in a deer skin with her child. But oh, Maria, I thought that you could read my mind. You see what I'm saying is Marie's here with us now, and that's 'cause she is you, and you will live forever. And it's too late to know if the rest is lies or truth, but I do know your proof. That there's no God in heaven. Oh, Marie, who vanished without trace, is now set face to face with someone who remembers. Oh, Marie's it a blessing or a curse? How are you mend up with the earth? And yet your life is endless. Oh, Marie, my work will set you free. It's like a gift from you to me. By way of possession, and you can't run by you. Listen to that song, and you thought to yourself, and this is a quote: "It's about a Mossad agent traveling to Buenos Aires to assassinate Maria Orsic, a Nazi witch who telepathically got the blueprints for warp drive engines from aliens." You deserve a prize if you come to Milwaukee. I will buy you a beer. I, but no, no, I wait. I don't know what's going on, man. Uh, apparently, and, and this is how scared I am of the internet. Apparently, this is an actual like right wing theory. I looked it a little bit uh, up, and I was scared. Did you look? I was up? scared to click on links. That's, I googled it, 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 and I was like, it, uh, "I I'm really curious." <laughs> but if I click this, I don't know who's coming knocking on my door later. It's like the fucking ring, dude. It, if you click it, you have like ten. That, I'm serious, and I am. I am. <laughs> I am curious all the time about this yeah. kind of shit, and it, I. I don't have fear about researching and looking at things like this. Um, I. I, I yeah. actually. This is this is going back to your question why I like this man. This is I like this kind of thing where it's like mm-hmm. uh, I'm I'm so tired of people talking about flat Earth, but that's a good example that everyone can reference, like how that kind of started as like a joke and then became this mm-hmm. thing that people actually subscribe to, and then ironically, or oh no, I I know it's not I know it's a joke, but do you? And then it you know it becomes this whole thing, and I I kind of enjoy like. 
looking at some of these things like this and, and it's maybe it's you know why i like the x files and, and a lot of stuff yeah. like that where it's just like it's fascinating because because clearly most of this stuff is set up as a it's just a folklore story to to entertain people right and and sure. sometimes it's based in real things and that's where it gets confusing and this is yeah. one of those stories where it's like is it real or not well part of it Part of it is, and part of it's definitely it not. Yeah. Um, and then in the song, he even kind of goes back and forth with it. It's probably one of the best songs they've ever written. Um, and it's really difficult it, to, yeah. to... It's definitely... It's a sea change musically. The whole album kind of flows until this point, and then you're like, whoa, where are we? Like, they open a door, and you enter it, and you're like, where are we going? And then they yeah, leave and, and they leave you there, which is so crazy. And the thing about Psychedelia is that you expected long jams, you know, to go on forever and whatnot. It's an eight-minute song. It's a, yeah, that's an eight minute song. That's the only eight minute song on the album, right. you know, and, and it is, it is fairly straightforward. I, and, and I, yeah, I, I think what is fascinating about that song is that more than anything else on that, you, you see how uh, th- these type of conspiracy theories, uh, fake news, if you mm-hmm. will, actual fake news, not, not what other people call fake right. news, uh, destroys us. I think by placing it at the end of the album is like basically. I mean, the album is basically like this is the end. Let's let's go. Right. And it's sort of like saying, and it's sort of giving you a key. Like, here's how it ended. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it ended with all these dumb motherfuckers thinking about this right. and did not yes. noticing that we were just dying. The, the apocalypse is now because you believe this garbage. Yes. And that's what yes, that. Yeah. That's right. Um. Yeah. It, it's a. It's a. It's a. You know. Again, like you're saying, maybe it's not a great album. I don't know that it. I, I, yeah, yeah, I don't think it is. Yeah, I, I, I think it's gonna. I think for me at least, it's gonna grow with me in in time. I don't know that it's gonna be a necessarily a classic record that stays with me forever, but I think this band and this guy's art specifically is gonna stick with me because um, it because it's not because other people are just not doing this sort of thing right now. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely give you that. And and when I say it's not a great album, like and you know this about me, but you like, have a high standard. But, but, no, that's not what I was going to say. But I, dude, I listened to Boston three times right. a day. I do not. Have is that, that a great album? But uh, third stage, yes, it is the greatest. But neither here nor there. What what I, what I was going to say is that not everything is or has to be the greatest. Right. Yeah. Like if 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 your basis, <laughs> this is kind of the theme of this album. If your basis of of what is going to help you in your life or what's going to entertain you or or Etc. and so on is that it just simply be the best. That's a sad life, right? Well, yeah, and and that you know you, yeah, you're gonna have to dig a little into this, like to get like real enjoyment. But I think if you do, you will get it, and you will find like, and you may never listen to it again. Right. It's not you may it's not like a you may listen. Yeah. It's a it's a it, it requires more listening. It requires more attention. But it's not like if you're the type that wants to get into something like this stuff this is not a yeah. seriously endless pit deep record you could get this after a few listens if you really sat down with it yeah and tried to yeah. enjoy it you know and i think that's what this record demands and that's probably why i enjoy it because again like l- let's say like last last year's low record that was a record that demanded you sit down right. and listen to it otherwise right. it's not going to work for you devote more attention right it's you're not going to pay attention to shit and you will find more shit to enjoy with with Spotify and streaming, look, that's eighty percent of the market yeah. right now. It's not going away. I don't I don't know all you people who would, uh, think it is. It's not going away. 
you have an endless supply of of discovery. Yeah. Uh, of thing of things to discover and decide for yourself and then when you find something you like tell a friend it's like this is how this all works. You, you I mean yeah, it's Should we uh... I, I've been on the I've been on this kick lately about this but this is this album sort of brought that to the forefront cuz I was just like yeah, I don't love this. Uh but but I I respect the shit out of it and and I'm gonna listen to it from time to time. But the point is, I think we're both in agreement. Yes. To to yeah. shit. Take take some time. Yeah. Uh, enjoy some art. You know, this is like, yeah, it truly is an art rock album. You know, take some time with it. If if we're at the end, you better enjoy it. <laughs> I mean, if this is what we get, you know, <laughs> yeah, just enjoy it, man. You can uh, like we just built a big ass deck out back, and I'm gonna just listen to shit. <laughs> That's what you're supposed to do. And if I see a mushroom cloud pop up over the Lake Michigan, well, Turn up I, guess gets I guess that's it. All right. Uh, thanks for hanging out, PJ. We're going to take a quick break and come back and uh, finish this thing out. You see only what it represents. But now you've got to get up because time is nagging more than ever like a dog humping your leg. So get up. Get up. Get up. Get dressed, get out. The worst is over now. You're picking on cunt, you stop feeling strange. But when all said and done, you're just a massive cunt. So stop back, get like your problems all jumped out of a kite. Tropical Fuckstorm's brain drops right there for you. If, you're, if your mind feels a little scrambled at this point in time, don't feel bad. I think that's the point. I think this is art that's supposed to challenge you, make you think. And as we speed towards the apocalypse, uh, I think we're going to see more and more of this. And uh, I'm here for it. I know our friend PJ Sykes is here for it. Our good friend and, and super remarkable photographer PJ Sykes. If you go to pjsykes.com, you can find out all about him, but uh, suffice to say, he's been uh, he's been the photographer of choice for Merge Records for a long time now. Uh, and besides being a musician and a cat dad, he is uh, he, he's good with the lens. So go go to pjsykes.com and check out all his stuff. And and Tropical Fuckstorm Raindrops is available everywhere you buy fine records. I believe they just finished up their North American tour, but uh, maybe if enough of you guys listen to them, they'll be back. How about that? That's it for this episode of Discologist. If you like what you heard, do us a solid and yourself a solid. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. You can also listen to us on Google Play, Mixcloud, Stitcher, or Spotify. If you like those platforms, we're pretty much out there everywhere. If you just want to listen direct, you can go to junkieglasses.com, uh, where all these are posted up every single episode, all almost 450 now. You'll also see the great work of other photographers like PJ. He's up there. Uh, but also people like Mauricio Castro and Avery Genius and a whole slew of, of fantastic people uh, who are mainly shooting in Washington, D.C. And from time to time, you'll see my work up there. And uh, I just shot a band called Twin Peaks last night here in Milwaukee. And they were remarkable. So I think we're going to be talking about them. Uh, pretty soon coming up coming up in the next week or so speaking of going to be talking about his golden messenger's new album terms of surrender that is out today which is friday i believe and uh and it's, it's pretty dang good but our friend phil phil cook is uh his band is is the backing man for that so definitely please check that out and come back to hear our review of that also going to be talking to our friends Burke royals next week and uh maybe a surprise uh sort of photography nerd podcast i got i gotta see when 
when we want to put that out. But uh, we talked to Jay Blakesburg. He is he is one of the preeminent jam band photographers, but not, not just jam band music photographers. Uh, amazing, he's a cool dude, and uh, me and PJ talked to him, and, uh, and it was great, and I uh, learned a lot. You're going to learn a lot, too, whenever you hear that. So that is it. We are out of here. Everybody have a nice weekend. Be good to yourself. Be good to your people, and uh, we will talk to you in a few short days. I still hear guitars in the-